This is one of those topics that uh, it feels like an entire waste of time to try and discuss it. I've been sitting here for half an hour thinking about how to talk about this, and all I feel is hopelessness. Dismal hopelessness. <laughs> it's one of those things, you know, like how they say, fish can't see the water. They are swimming in it all around and all around all their life. But, yeah, they can't see the water. It is amazing that there's a similar threshold in culture when certain things have inundated our psyche to the degree where we are tr truly just surrounded by it, swimming in it. We don't see it anymore. Uh, neither do we see it nor do we consider it any kind of a problem, let alone thinking, hey, maybe I need to get out of this shitty, dirty water. I don't think it is good for me. So, here's a little quiz for you modern women. Uh, do you have any idea how many television commercials you have watched in your life where the message of the commercial, the punchline of the little joke in the commercial, the emotional hit of the commercial was something like, men are such idiots and women just, ugh. Don't we just have to put up with them? Give any idea how many commercials on TV uh, since you sat down in front of TVs? How many television commercials? How many car commercials? How many detergent commercials? How many insurance commercials? How many soap commercials, how many shampoo commercials have pressed that sweet button in your system to sell you a car, to sell you a bottle of shampoo, to sell you insurance. But they did it by pressing this sweet little circuit in your system, that message that told you, aren't men just such morons? And aren't we women just better and more sensible and more responsible than these idiots? Buy my shampoo. 
breaks my heart. I feel like crying when I encounter this today, and I encounter it everywhere. Everywhere I turn, I will offer you at least 50% of the new shows I see come on Netflix. I love to scan Netflix shows. I put on a show I have never seen, and I watch it for 10 minutes and see if it's my cup of tea. But what I get from that is also the initial hit of the team, the emotional buttons this scene and this show is promising to provide. And it is amazing, and it is amazingly disheartening how often the emotion they're offering to deliver to women is femininity is a burden to succeed as a woman, you should masculinize yourself. Men always have been our oppressors. Any timeline, any period show, or current show, they are still our oppressors. And we just have to soldier on. We have to be strong. And here are these heroines who are strong to outmaneuver men and to overcome this god-awful challenge of being born a woman in a world of men. Nobody has ever gone bankrupt selling victimhood to you women. Nobody has ever gone bankrupt selling to you women what morons, what idiots, what oppressors are what unenlightened beings men are. You are slurping it up in fiction. In nonfiction, and even in the coaching you're seeking from other women. Once you start seeing it, I'll speak for myself. Once I start seeing it, it is like impossible not to see it. It is like you have seen the water, and now you're really wondering. Uh, why can't everybody else see the water and its impact? And his impact is disastrous and poisonous on your own happiness, on your own possibilities with men and the masculine. They are picking your pocket in broad daylight. And they are doing it so convincingly that in the end, they don't even have to pick your pocket. You are voluntarily handing them your wallets and your jewelry. You're saying, a little bit more, please. Tell me more what idiots men are. Tell me more how hurtful and dishonorable and sociopathic and narcissistic men are. Confirm for me my pain 
and that men are the cause of that pain. The modern woman is like in a pain body matrix. People are milking your pain body regarding men and masculinity. They are sucking your energy out of you. And like those unconscious bodies in their pods, most women have no clue in. Most women truly, at, at at least some inner level, are a yes to this succubus contract. That please, yes, tell me more what a victim I, I am of men, and I will give you some of my money. I'll pay for it. I'll pay you money for it. You don't even have to rob me. I will buy your shampoo. I will take your... Because you have to ask yourself, in the commercial realm, why would they pick this narrative? Because this is one thing I will give to the brilliant marketing people out there and even to Hollywood and the television people. They actually have no ideologies of their own. I will, I will grant them that premise. There are people out there who believe in conspiracy theories. And they believe there is a bunch of people out there. There are big power, power brokers out there who are actually trying to destroy our culture through these narratives. There are people who believe in those conspiracy theories. Like this is actually like a black project. Let's pollute the minds of our women by convincing them men are either stupid, ineffective, dangerous, useless, something to be overcome, and let's completely destroy man-woman relating to just fuck these people up. There are people who believe somebody is doing this on purpose. I grant you, let's forget the conspiracy theories. Let's simply bring in the profit motive. Let's believe that the people who are doing this, they actually, no conspiracy, they actually have no agenda of their own. Their only agenda is dollar. Their only agenda is money. What sells? What is the one narrative I can use effectively to sell to women? And I'm sure they have done their research. They have observed which commercials work, which messages land, which commercials women love the most. And they're like, ah, women seem to love being told men are idiots. Men are dishonorable. Men, men are unreliable. Give them that. That's what they want. Give them that. They are only merely effective salespeople. Yeah, even if they are coming up with Netflix shows that show after show is running this theme, are there big heart producers in Hollywood who really have this agenda? Maybe they do. Maybe that there are feminists among them who believe men suck and we need to overthrow the patriarchy and just show this. Are there people like, you know what? This is what women love to consume. Oh my God. Just let's keep selling women stories of what a burden being a woman is. And that the men are the obstacles. And the heroic thing for the woman to do from the commercial to the Netflix show to your talk shows led by women 
the heroic stance for the woman is nothing like coming into brilliant partnership with a man, overcoming obstacle and challenges to establish a great partnership with a man. No, your heroines demonstrate their heroism by overcoming men. That's their victory. That's why those women are heroines deserving their own shows and narratives and stories. Those women overcame men and masculinity. Those are the heroines you are being sold. Do you have any idea what that is doing to your psyche, to your energetic body? To what you are manifesting to the lens you are wearing regarding men and masculinity every day in your interactions with men. Do you have any idea what filter you are walking around with about your own femininity and about the men of the world by absorbing ungodly amounts of this narrative from all directions? It is mind-boggling to me. It is so mind-boggling to me. And, and you know, the irony of ironies, every woman I meet believes in the law of attraction. Right? All you women believe in law of attraction. You believe as above, so below, as inside, so outside. Right? All of you have spent a good number of hours listening to Abraham Hicks. So please ask yourself if that is the narrative of masculinity and men that you are swimming in. Right? Not only that, because you're not you're not just incidental participants in this culture. You are creating this narrative by supporting it with the energies you want to feel, with the emotions you want to feel about yourself as a woman and about the men of the world. You are participating in this narrative that being a woman is a burden, men are the obstacles, and the heroic journey of a woman is essentially to overcome men and masculinity. Right? By the way, zero-sum game. It's a zero-sum game. You're playing a zero-sum game with men. There is nothing in there. The energy, the energy that would be required to come into a win-win game with a man, it's not present in your field. The entire narrative says we are in a zero-sum struggle with men and masculinity. There is no such thing as coming into agreement with a man. No. Best you can do is win. Put up with, you have to put up with the idiot. And win over 
and one of the ugliest manifestations of this this racket I see is in so many women coaches that I listen to and read their copy and listen to on Instagram and other places, right? I think these women, I'm not even sure all of them are doing it deliberately, right? I'm not sure all of them are doing it deliberately, but like the the marketing person who makes the ads, what they do notice is what sells to you women. And whether they're doing it deliberately or they're doing it simply by repeating the successes of which one of their posts worked, what their women are interested in buying and listening to, they keep orienting their message towards how to survive shitty men. There are so many coaches who are giving sound advice, legitimate advice, on how to survive shittiness from men. Now, this is cleverness to the next degree because it is so well camouflaged. Their bullshit, their poison is so well camouflaged. Why? Because they are lying with the truth. They are manipulating you with the truth. How to set boundaries against shitty men. How to not overgive to shitty men. How to not partner with men who don't respect you. How not to partner with men who want to fuck your sister and your girlfriends. Are all these valid topics? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Are there bad men in the bad men in the world? There are bad men in the world. Are there shitty men in the world? There are shitty men in the world. Should you have boundaries with them and not participate in relationships that are not reciprocal? Absolutely, you should. Is anything those women say, are saying to you actually wrong, erroneous? It isn't. You should have boundaries against shitty people. You should have boundaries against men who don't respect you who are not interested in giving to you as much as you're interested in giving to men, who are not interested in your heart and your desires. You should. You should have boundaries against those men. You should avoid those men. Right? But you see where I'm going with this? If this is the shit you're listening to for hours every day on how to protect yourself from shitty men, Solid advice, legitimate advice on how to protect your heart and your sex from shitty men. And you're listening to hours and hours and hours and hours of variations of these themes day after day. What do you think the impact is of swimming in that water? You know, these are the same ugly, poisonous propaganda techniques that are used by every ugly regime 
in our history. At least in the 20th century, when propaganda was really raised to a high art. Study the Third Reich. Study China. Study where people have been effectively brainwashed into a narrative, into believing something. And I think it was Goebbels who said, you just have to repeat it. Make the lie big and repeat it often. You have to repeat it. And human beings, it turns out, are really not that smart. If they hear a message over and over and over and over and over, and certainly if they hear it from multiple directions, they believe it. It seems reasonable. Everybody wouldn't be saying it if it wasn't true. Right? How could it be possible? How could a not a child in, in, in Nazi Germany not believe a message he was getting from his parents? His school teacher, his piano teacher, his gardener, all around. Everybody believes this. How can it not be true? Every person I respect believes this. Now, that, that may sound a little paranoid, but, you know, consider it. Open up your eyes, take a breath, take a step back, and examine this a little bit. What are you consuming? Which ideas are you consuming? Which narratives are you consuming? See what's happening. You know what your standard should be for women coaches, right? I would say any kind of a coach, but certainly any woman who's trying to coach you in relationships. The only uh, state, only internal space you should accept from a woman who wants to coach you in relating with men is that coach should basically come out and tell you, I fucking love men. I love men. Men are amazing. Men are fucking heroic. I am in awe of men. I adore men. I am in awe of masculinity. If there is reincarnation, I hope I die and I come back as a man so I can embody the manly virtues and manly heroism. If your female coach falls short of that attitude towards men, fire her. Truly, how many of your female coaches? Qualify by this standard. Right? Not too many. Alison Armstrong comes to mind. There's a real queen. Listen to her. How many of your coaches are leeching off of your pain body, trying to shore you up against men and masculinity in sheep's clothing? Confirming and reconfirming your narrative that you need to survive men, you need to outmaneuver men, you need to defend yourself against men, you need to guard your heart against men breaking your heart. 
you really, really, really need to scan and test men because men are bad and they will hide their badness. And you must really thoroughly vet them and never stop vetting them. That's the only way to protect yourself from being screwed by them. Yeah. 